0: Acts chapter 8 verse 26 And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip saying Arise and go towards the south under the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza which is desert. And he arose and went and behold a, name, a man of Ethiopia and a eunuch of great authority under Candace queen of the Ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to the chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before a shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speakest thou the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both, into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord called away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. And Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities, till he came to Caesarea. And the Lord had his blessing to the reading here of this passage. For just a few moments, I want to consider that of the Uh, account here, uh, and in so doing, I want us to ask some questions about the account, and then we will uh, then uh, come back with uh, some lessons that we can learn from that of the passage. Now, what we have here before us is that of an early evangelization by the early church uh, at this point in the history uh, of, of the church. Now, As we look at our passage, the first thing that I want to do is ask the question, who? Or who are the characters in that of our account? And the first character uh, that is in our account is found in the very first verse uh, that we uh, uh, read. It says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. That first character is an angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord is a title that is prominent in the book of Acts. It's found in chapters 5, 7, in the one that we're in uh, right at the moment, and in chapter uh, 12. We have here a supernatural messenger appearing, and he uh, is appearing with that of a message and it's with a purpose and it's to a particular individual that the message is uh, going to be given to. The second character that we would draw your attention to is also found there in the very beginning of verse 26. It says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that thou goest down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. Philip is the second character that comes before us here in our passage. Now, Philip is found in the book of Acts earlier in Acts chapter six and in verse number five, we find him listed uh, as uh, one of those that were chosen out to be a deacon uh, to assist with that of the distribution of, of goods for the poor. Now, we also find him here in chapter 8, not only in the passage that we're uh, considering here tonight, but also in the earlier part of uh, the chapter. We find him. Now, in chapter 8, we have a persecution that comes, and it's a persecution upon the church at Jerusalem. If you note back in chapter uh, 8, It says, verse one, and Saul was consenting unto his death, that is Stephen. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to be burial and made great lamentations over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering the every house and hailing men and women committed them to prison. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Now, here we have a great persecution. We have a scattering of those who were believers in Jesus Christ. Many of them, uh, undoubtedly, uh, that of servants of the Lord. uh, And they went and they went preaching. And we have one by the name of Philip uh, here that is uh, made mentioned uh, earlier here in this chapter. It's the same Philip that is before us here in that of our passage. And he goes uh, to Samaria, we're told here in these verses, and he preaches that of Jesus Christ. Christ unto the people. They hear the message, uh, they receive it, they rejoice. Uh, 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 And uh, then there is one uh, who desires, uh, well, let's back up for just a second. Uh, When Peter and the apostles in Jerusalem, they hear uh, of that of the receiving of the gospel message by the Samaritans, they rise up and they come to Samaria. Uh, And they pray for the Samaritans that they might receive uh, the Holy Ghost. And they lay their hands upon them and they do receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, And there's great signs uh, and uh, there's great evidence that God is working there in the midst of the Samaritan uh, people. There is one who desires, who did not, of course, partake of that of the giving of the Holy Spirit. And he desires that of the gift of the Holy Spirit, uh, we're told, and he offers money unto Peter and uh, the apostles, and of course, they rebuke him uh, for that. Now, it's with this background that we come to that of the passage that is before us, and we're told that the angel of the Lord spake unto to Philip. It's after all of this has happened. Uh, Philip is already down in Samaria now. He's already preached Christ. Samaritans have received uh, uh, that of the message. They've received the Holy Ghost. And now the angel of the Lord uh, appears and he speaks unto uh, that of Philip here. So the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise. The third character that I would have us consider in that of our passage is one that we know of here in our passage as an Ethiopian eunuch. That's all that we know uh, as far as the description is given to us, other than the fact that he's a eunuch uh, and uh, he's an Ethiopian uh, and he is one with great authority, uh, we're told. In verse 27, it says that he arose and went and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all of her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. So he was one that had that of great authority. Uh, he, was, he was one that was vested with uh, that of a, a big j- uh, job, uh, had that of charge of all of uh, this Queen's treasure. Ah. So we have the Ethiopian eunuch. And then last of all, I would draw your attention to verse 39 where we have the last person. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. So here we have uh, the, the Spirit uh, of uh, the Lord. Now, we would point out a, uh, there is definitely a distinction here between this one and the one earlier in the beginning of the passage. The one that is spoken of earlier in the beginning of the passage is the angel of the Lord, a messenger uh, of uh, the Lord. He comes with that of a message. Uh, and here in verse 39, we have the actual spirit uh, of the Lord that is spoken of here. So God, God is at work uh, here uh, uh, in uh, this passage in the lives of these various individuals uh, that we have taken note of. Now, secondly, I want us to, Take note of what took place here in the passage. The actual event itself uh, uh, here before us. Now, earlier we've all, we, we told you that there was a great persecution that came upon the early church. Philip, uh, most likely because of the persecution, left Jerusalem and he went down to Samaria and we're told that he preached Christ. And from there, we're told the angel of the Lord spoke unto him. And what did he speak? What did he say unto that of Philip? Well, in verse 26, it says, He told him, Arise and go towards the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem, unto Gaza, which is desert. You note that he gives him Specific instructions. Instructions to go, to rise and to go. And he gives details, exact details as to where he is uh, to go here. We're told in verse 27 that he arose and he went. And When he did, when he arrived, he found that of a man of Ethiopia. One that was a eunuch, with great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopian who had charge of all of her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. So, Philip, he rises and he goes and as he comes to the place where he's supposed to come, he finds this Ethiopian eunuch. This Ethiopian eunuch is returning from Jerusalem back to his home which we of course, would assume is Ethiopia. Now, something that I found found interesting here is that of the distance. The distance. You know what the distance is because this man he had come to Jerusalem to worship. We must assume that he came from that of Ethiopia. Or he's a eunuch of Ethiopia. Do you realize how many miles that is? It was 1600 miles that this man had come, coming to Jerusalem to worship. And now here he is on his way back. He's in that of his chariot. He's traveling and he's reading from that of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is the prophet. And the Lord, he calls upon that of Philip to arise and to go down uh, to that of Gaza Ge- there. And he does, and as he arrives, here, he finds this man in this chariot. Well, the pro- prophet or, or, or Philip is told to go and to join himself unto the chariot. And so he goes and he joins himself and he finds that the eunuch is reading from that of Isaiah. He asked him a question. And the question is, "Understandest thou now what thou reads?" And he says, well, how can I accept someone guide me? And we're told something that is really interesting. We're told that from the very passage that, Philip, that the eunuch was reading, that Philip, that he preached, Christ unto him. He preached Christ unto him. But there's more. There's more that we also learn from that of a few verses later. We find that, beloved, that not only as Philip preaches Christ unto him, and we can imagine, he preached Christ, he preached the gospel message, he preached that of the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ, His suffering in the place of sinners, that of His death upon the cross, that of His shed blood, that of His uh, death and His burial and His resurrection, and as He preaches this later on, the Ethiopian eunuch. He says, well, here's water. He says, what does hinder me from being baptized? I would say to you that not only did Philip preach unto that of the eunuch, that of the gospel message, but he also preached, beloved, that of baptism. And just like we have had in the passage earlier this morning, on the very verse that we preached from, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. We see, beloved, that as the Lord had given instructions to His apostles, the apostles had taught others, they were going and doing that very same thing, beloved. They were preaching the gospel, uh, and beloved, they were calling upon men to believe and to be baptized. So they preached that of Christ, and he preached that of baptism unto the Lord. The eunuch says, what does hinder me? And he says, if thou believest, thou mayest. If thou believest, thou mayest be baptized. Believest what? Believe, beloved, that of the message of the gospel. Believe in that of the one whom the gospel proclaims. That of Jesus Christ. Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. Now, this man had come sixteen hundred miles to Jerusalem to worship. That's something. Some Baptist won't even come a mile to the Lord's house. But this man went 1,600 miles to the Lord's house. I believe that we can most likely, safely say, beloved, that he was one that was already that of a believer. That he was already one that was that of a proselyte. This account that we have here is the only account that we have with regards to this Ethiopian eunuch. The information that we have here is the only information that we have concerning that of the Ethiopian eunuch. He went 1,600 miles to worship in Jerusalem. On his way back, the angel of the Lord told Philip, go and join yourself there in Gaza with his chariot and preach unto him that of the gospel. And that's what he did. And he believed. And then he said, what hinders me from being baptized? Well, as we know in that of the latter part of the passage, as they stopped that of the chariot, verse 38, it says, and he commanded the chariot to stand still and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. When they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord called away Philip, and the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. There are several things that we would like to just draw your attention to uh, here. First of all, the requirements for that of the eunuch to be baptized was, was that he had to believe. There had to be faith first. Faith in Jesus Christ. And that of confession. This man... He said, what stops me from being baptized? And Philip said, if thou believest, and we have him openly confessing that he did believe. Now, we don't know who else was there. There most likely were probably others that were with that of the chariot. He was an important man. So we're told that they both went down into the water, and we're also told that they came up out of the water. So when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, and the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way, rejoicing. Beloved, baptism is that of going down into the water and coming up out of the water. When one is baptized, they are immersed. That's the only baptism that the New Testament sets before us. And it's the immersion of that of one who is a believer in Jesus Christ, who has confessed Christ Jesus. (coughs) Lastly, we would draw your attention to the fact that this One who baptized (coughs) the Ethiopian eunuch. He wasn't just a nobody. He was one who had been set apart as that of a deacon back in Jerusalem. And when the persecution came, we're told that many were scattered, and he most likely, as, as we told you, left Jerusalem and he went down into Samaria and were told that he preached Christ. They believed and the message was sent back to the apostles and Peter and them came down there. and Of course, realized that God was, was moving. God, God was moving amongst the Samaritans. God was using Philip and bringing about that of his purpose and the proclamation of the gospel. So we have Philip, who was a deacon in the church. He goes forth. He preaches Christ. Men and women believe, and they're baptized. We're not told here at the end of this chapter Any more about that of the Ethiopian eunuch, but with regards to Philip, we are. We're told later on in the book of Acts. And let me get that of the actual passage itself, if I can, in my notes. <clears throat> I can't see it right off but later on in the book of Acts we're told that Philip is an evangelist an evangelist God placed in the church apostles teachers evangelists and it was for the work of the ministry Ephesians tells us Now, what are some of the lessons that we can draw from that of the passage here before us? Well, the first one that I would draw your attention to is is that the Lord is the one who communicates and directs the work of evangelization. We see very clearly, beloved, in that of the passage that is before us. We see the Lord moving upon that of Philip to leave that of Jerusalem and to go down to Samaria and opens up the door for him to preach that of Christ. And men and women are granted faith to believe that of the message. Later on, the angel of the Lord appears or speaks to him again and he goes down to that of Gaza to where that of the chariot of the Ethiopian eunuch is. Our Lord have, has given instructions on how the church is to do evangelization. Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20 says, Jesus came and spake unto, unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Beloved, what what we're told here in this verse is, is as we're going, we're to make that of disciples, we're to teach them, we're to baptize them, uh, and teach them to observe all things whatsoever the Lord has commanded. The Lord has placed that of the pattern for us in Scripture. Second thing I draw your attention to is is that the Lord knows the beginning and the ending and all that is in between the two. Philip was led to leave Jerusalem to go down to Samaria. And then the angel of the Lord spoke to him and told him to go down to Gaza to where the chariot of the Ethiopian was. It wasn't by chance, beloved, that Philip went down to Samaria. No, beloved, the Lord was all in control and was in that of the direction in the very beginning there when he gave out of the persecution upon the church. And likewise, in bringing that of Philip to Samaria and all the way down to that of the Ethiopian eunuch. Now... Here we have the Ethiopian eunuch in Gaza. He had just been from Jerusalem. But you see, the Lord had a plan. And that plan was for Philip to go to Samaria first and then come down to where the eunuch was. God knows those who are his and beloved when they need to hear the message and he brings his servants unto them at that appointed time. Third, Jesus is found in the Old Testament. Our passage here is very clear that Philip, as that the uh, as he took that of the passage that the eunuch was reading from Isaiah, which undoubtedly was that of Isaiah chapter 53, that he preached unto him that of Jesus Christ. If you look at very many commentators on the book of Isaiah, and in particular Isaiah chapter 53, you see that most of the commentators uh, in our day and time have gone bizarre on that of what Isaiah 53 teaches. They want to make it out of the one whom Isaiah 53 speak of, speak of, not that of the Lord Jesus Christ, but someone else. But beloved, we have solid proof here in Acts chapter 8 that Isaiah 53 is that of Isaiah telling us about the Lord Jesus Christ, the suffering servant. That of his uh, life, that of what he did as far as redemption is concerned, the giving of his life, suffering for the sins of his people. And so, Jesus Christ is found in the Old Testament. Fourthly, the gospel of Jesus Christ was preached and faith was granted to the eunuch. He freely confessed his belief. Philip preached baptism to the eunuch. I believe. And he did believe in Jesus. Jesus. And he did meet all the requirements to be baptized. In conclusion, I would say to you, let us pray that God will grant us to be sensitive. Sensitive to that of the leading of the Spirit of God. As we go through that of our walk, daily walk, that we might Like that of Philip, proclaim the message of Jesus. All right. Let us stand.
1: Holy Scripture, Lord, for this sacred history of uh, the church, uh, which is so instructive uh, to us uh, some 2,000 years uh, from that time. Uh, Lord, we thank you that um, uh, we have uh, a clear teaching of uh, uh, how we are to proceed uh, fulfilling uh, your great commission, uh, Lord, and then... uh, regarding the uh, government of the church, its polity and, uh, Lord, its uh, observance of your holy ordinances, which have been given in a positive fashion, uh, requiring us, dear Lord, to follow them uh, strictly. Father, we uh, praise you for this. Lord, you help us to be faithful. In uh, taking the good news uh, to our neighbors, to those we uh, love, and uh, Lord, may the good news go to the ends of the earth. Uh, Father, we uh, do pray that you would bless the preaching and teaching of thy word, uh, especially in these uh, latter days, uh, Lord, here in this country and then around the world. Bless your servants uh, wherever they may be. Uh, or may you give them. Uh, power, uh, as you did with uh, Philip uh, so long ago. Now, Lord, we um, pray that you would forgive us when we fail thee. Lord, we ask your blessing as we part. Uh, Lord, may we uh, know your fellowship, and may we have uh, the filling of thy Holy Spirit. And, uh, Lord, may uh, we live to serve thee in all we uh, do. Now Father, we pray this and again we offer thanksgiving to thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: questions?
1: Mm-hmm.